Happy New Year. You, it's, it's, we're here, 2023. It's hard to believe. And many of you are sitting there. You have got your goals done, or maybe you're joining us on January 6th for your best year ever alive. Can't wait, by the way. Uh, congratulations either way. This is a big deal. You've made it. It's time to step into GOAT status this year, people. It's it's the it's the Jordan year. It's 23. You know, you got to do it. Step up your so game. True. If you're, yeah. you know, if you're at work and you're about to like close a big deal, go ahead and stick your tongue out a little bit, you know, Jordan style. That's fine. People <laughs> won't look at you weird. You just be like it's 23. It's all about 23. Okay. Uh, at least that's that's what my plan is. We'll see we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you guys posted. Well, if you're not the Michael Jordan of goals or you're not Michael Jordan, you may be sitting there thinking about your goals and wondering, how in the world am I actually going to do this? And what we would say is, just do it. Nice. There you go. Way to bring it back. I also like that you said, and if you're not Michael Jordan, because you know that that MJ listens to this podcast. He's got of to. Of course he does. Right? Of course he He's does. He's got goals. And so uh, if you are listening, MJ, just, you know, I promise I'll start returning your calls. It's just been a busy season for me this year, and I've got a lot True. of goals that I'm aspiring to. But finish your thought, Courtney. Yeah. So you may get a little overwhelmed, or you may even feel discouraged out of the gate. And the solution to that is really to focus on two to three goals Per quarter. And I I actually find this difficult. Like once I've decided what my goals are, it's like I want them all now. I'm very impatient <laughs> yep. in that way. Yep. It's it's just I get excited and I want them all to be true immediately. But obviously, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. That is a recipe for goal failure. Uh, when we try mm-hmm. to go after, you know, that many goals all at the same time. Yeah, another important thing is to identify very simple, concrete next steps you can do this week, even what you can do today, right? So the key here is to set the bar really, really low. It's a bit of a counterintuitive experience because if you listen to this podcast for very long, you know we like to challenge you to set big, set risky goals and overcome limiting beliefs and think bigger and imagine what you could do this year and get, you know, all excited. If you come to Best Year Ever Live, you're going to feel so much energy about what's possible and we're going big, right? And then right away, the very next step is to go small, (laughs) to go very small, because believe it or not, starting simple, starting small is critical, especially in the beginning, because building momentum is easier when you start small and it's key to actually sustaining progress in the long term so you can actually reach those big goals. So today we're going to be giving you three questions to consider to just make your next steps so easy. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.
Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally, start loving Mondays. I'm Blake Stratton. I'm here with Courtney Baker. Verbs is not here today, but don't hit that unsubscribe button just yet, ladies and gentlemen. I promise we're here to help you, even though admittedly, certainly we miss Verbs. We always miss Verbs when he's not here. Yeah. He'll be back. Did, did you say happy Monday to me? Oh my goodness, I didn't. You see, this is what happens. This is the exact know, thing that it happens. It apart. I'm used to Verbs being here. He says happy Monday to me, and I say happy Monday to you, sir, right? And I, I miss that mm-hmm. rhythm. So, yes. okay. Happy Monday, Courtney. How are you? Happy Monday. It's good to be with you. Today, we're going to be talking about some questions for you to think about to help you get started on your goals. And again, we are setting this bar so low, you can trip over it. So Mm -hmm. Blake, you want to jump us off with the first question? First question you should ask, what could I schedule? What could I schedule? So you're looking at your goal. Take one goal at a time and, and ask yourself, is there an appointment that would help me move this forward? Uh, maybe you could schedule your alarm if if your goal is a habit goal of getting out and exercising earlier in the day. Maybe it's scheduling that alarm to be repeated every weekday. Or maybe you need to put a reminder in your phone. Maybe that's going to be a trigger for you to to take action on a certain goal, a habit goal or otherwise. Ask yourself, what could I schedule? Because scheduling uh, doesn't take a ton of energy, but boy, it is powerful because as you've heard us say many times, what gets scheduled gets done. And I gave you question number one because I wanted question number two. This is my <laughs> favorite. Question number two is, what could I purchase? So mm-hmm. maybe you purchase an app subscription to facilitate the meditation that you're going to be doing. Maybe you're purchasing new running shoes or a new workout uh, outfit. Uh, mm-hmm. Always. That's me. Yes. Yeah. Sign me or, up for that one. Courtney, maybe you purchase something for your friend Blake just to say, hey, you can do it, buddy. Maybe maybe that's mm-hmm. what you do. Something with like 23 on it. That might yeah. also be a pair of shoes. Maybe a vintage, yeah, a pair of Jordans. That'd be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe you need to purchase an alternative that helps you break an old habit by replacing it with a new one. So for instance, uh, if you are trying to, you've got a goal around your diet, let's say. Maybe you go ahead and and make an order to that subscription, meal subscription, meal in a box service or something like that. Uh, Or you you make the order uh, for something. I know we we do uh, the butcher box thing, something like that. Uh, Or I'm trying to think another habit you might want to break, you want to purchase an alternative Maybe you purchase a standing desk. You're trying to improve your posture or something like that. You know, purchase or what a little, about a what about a dumb phone? A you dumb know? phone, you like an Android. I know. I came out with violence. You Sorry, just, everybody listening. You really, listen. We love all of our Android listeners. We just yeah, don't we love do. Your phone. So what could I purchase is the second question. Question the third, what could I research? What could I research? Again, we're setting the bar low here. We're not trying to, uh, you know, go out and run the marathon tomorrow. 
what could you research? Maybe you need to meet with someone who's further along than you. You could ask yourself, who, who in my friend group or in my network has already achieved this goal? And maybe it's reaching out to them and, and setting up a, a, you know, a coffee hang or something like that, or a phone call. Or maybe it, you know, you're trying to research just Googling this goal and going, okay, what are the things I ought to know? What could make this easier, better, faster? Maybe there's blogs you want to take a look or podcasts or audiobooks you want to get related to this topic. Do a little bit of research. It's not taking a huge stride, but as Courtney said, that step not only will help you take action faster, uh, or I should say once you take the action, it'll take action a little bit smarter, which will be faster. Uh, but I think it it does researching does something internally that helps us with our goals, which is it starts to shift our paradigms, our internal thinking. When we're pursuing something new, the biggest thing that's got to change is how we're thinking and doing a little bit of research, filling your mind with uh, information and helpful information, especially about this topic or about your goal is going to help you move with greater speed um, and greater effectiveness towards your goal. Okay, Courtney, so let, let's help me with this. Okay, so this year I'm trying to have uh, a little bit more fun, enjoy, you know, have some goals that aren't just about like career advancement or you know, that sort of thing. Uh, mm -hmm. But one of the goals that's sort of been on the back burner as like a fun thing for me for a long time has been to develop a uh, five, you know, a short five minute set of stand up comedy. I've always wanted to try it. I thought it'd be fun. I love stand up comedy. And I'm sure I'll, I would, you know, just bomb terribly at some uh, hilarious open mic. But I want to try it at some point. So why not try it now? Help me. How could I apply these questions to that goal? Okay, so what could you schedule? First of all, I love this goal because you have a new baby in the house. So when you're up at night, you know, <laughs> doing nothing but rocking a baby, you can be working on this. Oh, yeah. It'll all be like, what's the deal with baby poop, right? <laughs> or or you could have a whole set like specifically towards babies. Yeah. Like, what's the deal when you can't find your pacifier or whatever yeah. it is? Like, just specific. Just like four babies, a yes. stand up comedy like, show. I'm doing it for babies. babies, and they just like, <laughs> I put them all to sleep. It's great. That's amazing. Okay, so what could you schedule? I've thought about wouldn't it be fun to do this for, you know, a long, right. long time? And of course, I don't really talk about it because it's kind of embarrassing. Like, oh, you know, oh, Mr. Funny Man, you want to try, you know, like, whatever. I don't know. Um, it's vulnerable. Okay. But first of all, I've, hold on. Time out. Time out. Because you just went into like limiting belief, like thoughts, story that you're telling yourself. No, about I didn't, Courtney. I never struggle with limiting beliefs. No. <laughs> you did. And can I just, I know you need to journal about that and think through that and do your own work, <laughs> but you are funny. And so when you need to, just know, Courtney always laughs at your jokes when you're trying to turn it into a liberating. There truth, we go. Okay? So that I is should true. I should schedule a time, you know, for Courtney to to just come and just laugh at whatever I say. That'll be a exactly. <laughs> but I, probably the thing I need to schedule is uh, it's always a fun idea. But like, when do you actually write? Like, uh, I I used to do back when I was in my music days. I would 
I did a lot of songwriting and I would make a ton of time to like practice and do it. I've never really tried to write a joke. I've always just like kind of riffed. If I've been speaking on stage for something else, I can like riff on jokes or whatever. But I guess to schedule time to actually try to write a joke <laughs> would maybe be good. A good That's st- a good a, idea. A thing I should schedule. Yeah. I like that. Can I give you another idea? Yeah. What about scheduling a coffee with someone that you know has done this before? Mm, I, I could do that. I have a couple of friends actually who are talented. Nate. Stand-up comedians. Argazzi, of course. You're... And oh, me and Nate aren't bros, but maybe we should be. We've got some mutual <laughs> friends. Um, no, I'll just I'll call up. Uh, there's this guy. He, you know, he's he's been around the game. His his name's Jerry. He had a little TV show that some of you may have heard of before, but he's just you know. Yes. I'll give him a call. Yeah. Okay. What Good could options. I purchase? What could I purchase? What could you purchase? I have an idea on this. You could purchase the outfit that you're gonna wear when you do your open mic, your first open mic. Okay. And you can't okay, wear it like, until that night. Okay, purchase an outfit. That's great. That's great. I've been meaning to purchase an outfit. It's been like three years since I've purchased any actual like, clothes. <laughs> so I think <clears throat> COVID, like the pandemic was so great for my personality type because it's like, as long as I have like half of a shirt, I'm fine. Um, <clears throat> okay, yeah. Okay, I'll purchase some clothes. And then what, what should I research? Okay, one, you could research like, groups that you could be a part of that are also writing stand-up. I know there are like lessons that you can go to. It may even be just an online course. I think there's mm-hmm. several things. You could research where you can actually do this initial stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then you might need to go back to question one and get it scheduled. And then yeah. you got to schedule inviting me and Nick and Verbs. No, this is making it all too real. I realize what we've done here to our <laughs> listening audience, now that we've done it, is that we've made it very real and it's no longer a figment of my imagination aspiration that I can make an excuse about. And I don't like it. Actually, to double down on that, I have an idea. Okay. You don't need to schedule any stand-up place to do the stand-up. You're right. We You have tens of thousands of people... No, I know where you're going with this. Right no. here, listening no. to no, this no, podcast. No. Oh my gosh! Would love to hear your no, first no, no. five minute stand up. And oh my gosh, just oh my gosh, just I can't crushing the unsubscribe button <laughs> at the very thought of that. They are okay. No, all right. I let's wrap this. this up. Let's wrap this up before we get, we get too scary. <laughs> So ask these three questions. What could you schedule? What could you purchase? What could you research? And how in the world can you help Blake tell a joke? Those are the three questions with a bonus for today. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. 
Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Hey guys, I am really excited today. I have Nicole Santa Maria with us today, and she is one of our Full Focus Planner certified pros. And frankly, when we heard about some of her experience using the Full Focus Planner, we were like, we got to have her on the show. And so without further ado, Nicole, welcome to Focus on This. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a fan, and I'm happy that you guys chose me to be here. I can't wait to chat with you guys. So, Nicole, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your experience, kind of your background, what do you do, and how have you started to use the Full Focus Planner uh, to help you with some of those endeavors? Sure. So I am a pediatric occupational therapist for over 20 years. I'm based out of Miami, and um, I guess innately, I always use parts of the full focus system without, before I even knew about the full focus system, you know, a lot of times we see clients as I work with children, they come in and and it's always great to preview what's going to happen and what's expected. Um, So the previewing has always been a part of the system. Fast forward to, you know, where we are today a few years ago, and I've moved into more um, working with teenagers, college students, and, and parents too. And incorporating what the full focus system has with a lot of what I work with in my clients has been very beneficial because it gives us such a great framework from which to pull so that I can stay true to my occupational therapy um, treatment plan, practice, um, frame of reference, but have these tools um, that were probably not even intended to be you know, used in with, you know, kids with ADD or executive functioning skills, but they are magical. Um, I can share that one of the things that the kids love, which goes hand in hand with, I know a lot of times when you're introducing the system, you just say, focus on the big three. Well, focusing on, it's almost like a sigh of relief for a teenager, college student, or an adult trying to figure out planning that, hey, if you can just get through the three things that are important to you, um, you're doing great and it's a, it's a natural win. You know, this is such a great reminder, especially if you have someone in your life that you're like, Hey, I think this would be a really great tool for you. Remind them you do not have to use every piece of the full focus planner. It is a very robust tool. But even when we do the onboarding webinar, we teach people to start by just using the daily page. Just start doing your daily big three. And so I think that's such great advice for everybody. So Nicole, I am curious because I feel like there's probably so many people listening. And frankly, I've said this myself many times of, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these skills we don't learn 
in high school or college. You know, there was no class that's like, hey, this is how you organize your work. This is how you approach getting important things done. You know, it's kind of like we all have to learn that along the way. You know, we're just trying to pick them up. And for many of the people listening to this podcast, you know, we're using the full focus system to help us. But what you're kind of sharing is some ways that might be helpful for teenagers that people are working with or college students and maybe even people that are in their early career days trying to figure out how do I be successful in, I've got too much to do. It's hard for me to focus. You know, what do I do here? Definitely. I agree with all of that. And, you know, twofold is one of the things you mentioned is that we're not taught this. So a lot of times, you know, in schools, they embed here. I'm in Florida. All the kids get an agenda. Um, the problem is that a lot of times that accountability piece and the follow through isn't there. So the kids, of course, the kids that I work with are struggling with either attention or executive functioning skills. Um, so they don't get the accountability piece that actually they really, we all need this. But if you are struggling with executive functioning skills and attention, you, I don't want to say need it more than anybody else, but you really need this as a tool I mean, it can really change your life to have these tools embedded in in somebody that has executive functioning skills or attention skills. And the other piece I wanted to add on to is sometimes we don't see the wheels falling off the bus because everything is structured, right? I mean, school is very structured. After school is structured, you have teachers, you have coaches, you have parents. But then when they leave to college and university... There's so much free time in their schedule that if these skills aren't really mastered and taught, you know, there's like that learning curve of, oh, they'll figure it out. And a lot of kids do figure it out. But if you're really struggling with these executive functioning skills and attention, you may or may not figure it out. So these mm-hmm. tools getting taught and embedded from a younger age, um, is super important. I've even had parents say, yeah, use the big three for even your five-year-old when they're cleaning the playroom. What are the three things that we're going to pick up? You know, so it doesn't have to be a five-year-old planning their day. That doesn't make any sense. But just so they can start like, okay, the three things, let's do it. And they get a quick win. So I I love the system and I love that I can take pieces of it um, as not to overwhelm. I feel like if I give a whole planner to somebody I'm working with, they're already so overwhelmed that they're not going to benefit from it and they're just going to throw it at me. That's a really um, interesting idea of, you know, even at a young age, kind of using the system of how do you teach, you know, these skills of figuring out priority and figuring out, okay, what would be the most important three things in this room to get done? You know, that's a really great tip. I'm curious because I think we have a lot of educators that listen to the podcast and use the full focus planner. You know, I'm just thinking if I was a teacher listening to kind of what you just said about the agenda, you know, what are some ways or maybe even for parents that we can help kids kind of have that accountability piece? You know, is it just helping them at the beginning of the day. What would your advice be for how we can help with just that very first step of prioritizing our our daily big three? Okay, so for for 
parents and for teachers, I guess it depends how urgent it is, right? <laughs> if you're, you know, end of semester, mid semester, you just got a progress report, we've got missing assignments left and right, then your focus is going to be a little bit different. And then, you know, again, what are the three things that are going to help you move the needle? Is it in the way that you study? Is it in the way that you're communicating with the teacher? Um, and just trying to keep those three things, something that's very doable so that the minute, you know, just like for us, the minute the student starts seeing the wins, the more they're going to buy into this system of like, okay, it is beneficial for me to take a breath and move forward. Um, when I work with, with the parents and I, I, this is exactly what I do. I tell them, you know, if you're in the middle of it, then you have to focus on what's urgent. But sometimes it's great to do it in the summer. Like we're going to summer camp, like, because then there's not that big emotional component that, you know, a lot of families and kids have. Um, what do you need to go to summer camp? What do you need to go to grandma's house? Um, and just really, you know, including that in all different pieces of their life, not just in academics, because our kids don't function and grow and become awesome only in academics. That's really helpful. I'm sure as somebody that, you know, I feel like so many things when you can teach children how to use something, most likely you are very good at teaching adults uh, to use something. So I'm curious for the rest of us, you know, maybe if um, any tips that you would give us or hacks or things that you think might be helpful for those of us that have started using the system. Well, sure. Yeah, definitely working with, with kids gives you a different perspective. Um, the kids haven't, some of them have, but maybe they're not so overwhelmed because their to-do list isn't, you know, anything from paying the mortgage to getting your own kid to school on time. So, um, but a lot of times I feel that the adults are very overwhelmed by trying to be organized and trying to be focused because they've tried so many times. I guess my tip is really pick one of the systems that you think is going to, one of the pieces of the full focus system that's going to get them the most wins. So I can tell you that um, in my household, I, I live with a couple of people that have really benefited my family from this system. And the one thing that made it click was the weekly preview because the weekly preview was enough to focus what was important on the week, but it didn't put so much stress on all the details that were already difficult, right? So the big picture was great. So the weekly preview was definitely a win and easy for adults to incorporate into their life from my experience. That's awesome. Well, you know, it's my favorite tool in the planner, so I'm never um, unhappy about people saying the weekly preview. I definitely think it is the magic um, in the planner. So Nicole, I think for people listening, obviously you're a full focus planner certified pro and you know, you can find all of our certified pros in our directory at fullfocus.co slash directory. Just make sure that you're searching for earners. Um, but we will also put all of your information on how to find you, Nicole, in the show notes. Um, but Nicole, are you also in the full focus planner community? I am. I am in the community. I am in the, in the certified pros community and happy to be there. Any last thoughts that you want to share with our audience? I just think this is such helpful information. 
I think if you see after hearing this, if you're like, oh, wow, like, I think this is something that, you know, my child is struggling with, my teenager is struggling with. Um, sometimes you see it because you've had a history and sometimes you see it because you live with them and, and you, <laughs> and you know them well enough. Um, you know, start with small steps and, um, make sure that they're going to get the wins. Like I say that across the board to all my families, we need to make things achievable for, for the kids and then we can build on it. And the same goes for, for this system. I mean, I actually, myself, I didn't even incorporate the ideal week until just recently. Like I was like, what? And then when I finally got it, I was like, oh, this is magical. Um, so that's my tip. Make sure what you want to help your kids with, you set it up and scale it back so that it's winnable and then they're going to build on on their wins. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I Again, I say this all the time, but when James Clear talks about productivity, his definition is thinking intentionally about the work that we do. And again, you don't learn how to do that um, in school. It's like you know, it's kind of sink or swim in that area. And usually some people swim earlier, but if we can help younger generations get these tools earlier, I mean, just, I can only imagine, you know, where they'll be in their uh, 30s and 40s and beyond um, having that tool set earlier on. So thank you so much, Nicole, for joining us. It was a pleasure talking with you. Definitely. Um, it was a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, it is not too late to join us for Best Year Ever Live on January 6th. We have a full day of goal setting. So come join us. Get your ticket at fullfocus.co slash goal setting. And if you can't join us live, you can also just go through our goal setting course. It is not too late. Now is actually the perfect time to make sure that you get your goals set for 2023. And I hope to see you on January 6th at Best Year Ever Live. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to join us in the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. We'll be back next Monday with another great episode. Until then, stay Stay focused. focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.